2: fm to get started
1: connor is now living with adam what we've got lily who's back to talk about the will and stay tuned for news about daniel goddard stay tuned for this week's restless wrap
0: i'm I'm
3: maria Maria
1: and you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz begin Hey everybody, I'm Rachel Goodman here with another week of Restless Rap. We've got tons to talk about with Kane, um, with Daniel Goddard, the actor who plays Kane as well, and we've got some information about Connor... And Chelsea and Nick and just a lot of things to talk about this week um, that I feel like we're being—they're building all of this up for some major um, plot points that we're gonna eventually see. But first, um, be sure to stay tuned until the very end because we have our law moment. We actually have some news this week too around Daniel Goddard, um, and um, we'll also have predictions at the very end. So definitely watch all the way through for that first we're gonna talk about everything that happened this week on the young and the restless and i've got mary in the chat and todd beaton so thank you guys for tuning in uh oh and kenneth clark Mary says, this soap is driving me crazy. Why did they bring back Chelsea from when she arrived? All I see, drama with her, causes grief to all. Chelsea will go back to Adam just so her son will be happy, and Adam will make that happen. She's always complaining about everything. Todd says, Nick and Chelsea, annoying. Hope it ends soon. Chelsea's a crybaby. Do you want to know what made me the most irritated with this whole plot uh, line, everything that's going on? It isn't so much that um, Connor went to live with his dad. I kind of like that. Uh, I agree with with Todd and Mary. I agree with you guys. I think that Chelsea is annoying. Um, <laughs> I am so sorry to say this, but she's one of my least favorite characters on YNR. She always kind of has been, and she's always kind of annoyed me when she's with Nick. And this week, though, uh, Kenneth Clark says Connor's turning into a mini-Adam. I think so, too. I think that's where they're going with this. Um, But everything with Nick and Chelsea, um, I was actually irritated with Nick, too. Uh, But we'll get to that in a second. Let's kind of go through the week and just kind of dive in and um, talk about everything that happened leading up to Chelsea and Nick and Adam and Connor. Um, We started off like, so last week, Connor, we kind of saw that he had been acting out and doing things that weren't very, they, they were very different from the Connor we had met before. So this Connor was beating up kids at school, was locking Chris- was locking Christian in the garage, and then the last thing we saw him do was jump off a jungle gym, claiming that he was invincible, and he ended up breaking his arm. Okay, so we remember all of that from not this week, but two weeks ago now. When we kind of started this week, we had Nick going to see um Adam. That's kind of where we'd left off too. Nick goes to Las Vegas to grab Adam. The whole point is he needs to bring him back so that he can help Connor. Okay. So we have him there. Um then we kind of get some scenes with Chelsea just kind of uncertain about this whole thing even though she does want Adam to come back into the picture. Nick, once he finally convinces Adam to come back, um, we we see pretty quickly that as soon as Connor sees Adam, he pretty much jumps to saying, okay, well, I want to go and live with you, and that's it. And Chelsea just kind of lets it happen, and I think what annoys me the most is that um, in that scene in, in particular when um, Connor said, I want to live with you, Dad, and Chelsea pretty much instantly agreed. It wasn't – no one had to really pull – you know, pull her, tell her arm or anything. She pretty much just said, "Yeah, that's fine." But as soon as we got to that point, um, Nick stepped up, and Nick. Started trying to say, Well, no, 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 we should, you shouldn't let him do, you should not let him go live with Adam. You should not do this. And then he went, Nick went as far as to say, um, I think it was like, Adam was like, Well, do you want to drop Connor off or do you want me to take him? And Nick answered, Nick stepped up and said, We will drop him off. I, I don't do a, a uh, most annoyed segment of the week, but if I did, that would be the moment with Nick saying, with Nick overstepping, this is not his son. Connor is not nick's child and nick was stepping up like he was the father and was like no 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 we are doing this well no nick you are not the father step down this is between adam and chelsea at this point and connor of course connor but like the two adults chelsea and adam the two parents uh they are the ones who should be arranging this and i think that yeah like it, so for nick to step up and say that that was annoying. I was equally annoyed at Chelsea for letting Nick do this, for having, in the first place, why did Nick even have to go and find Adam in Las Vegas and get him to come back? That should have been Chelsea. That should have been the the person that Chelsea just, I feel like she's playing damsel in distress and it's i don't know like what the point of this is for her to just you know like like it just it irritates me when um we see somebody like Chelsea who is not doing like she she's making decisions yes but she should have taken more control over the situation and been the one to go to Las Vegas and handle her own affairs and that doesn't mean that Nick's not part of her life and that he's not the person that she's with but why is why why is Nick handling all of this? Why why is uh, Nick deciding? Oh no! Like we are going to take take Connor, like as if he's the one who should be the boss. No, I'm sorry. We live in 2019. It doesn't work like that. Uh, Kenneth Clark says, "I want chat." Um, Chatham to reunite Chelsea is the love of Adam's life and he so wants her. All I want, a Chatham baby girl. LOL. Todd beat Nick needs to stop acting like Connor's dad for Halloween. Nick dresses up as Adam. He wants life so much. And then we have a comment from Ryan in the booth. Rachel's laying down the facts. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yes, I am. Yes, because there's nothing... I think that's—I don't mean to go on about this, but it is just—the way that Chelsea's acting, it's like she— Okay, she's not completely helpless. Like, she is actually—she was the one to say, yes, Connor can go live with you, Adam. So it's not like she's completely—it's not like she's acting like she has no control. But I I I just—I keep—the way that I'm feeling the storyline is that Chelsea is— She's not acting like the adult. She's acting like she wants, like, almost like she's allowing Nick to just step up and can be this controlling over the situation. And not to say that Nick is really even that bad, like, because he, it isn't like he's being completely overbearing about this, but he is being overbearing to an extent. And I just, you know, when I watch female characters behaving like this and watch, Chelsea not take more action it makes me cringe. <laughs> yes, Chelsea. He is your Connor is your son with Adam. It is your choice, n- not Nick. Nick shouldn't be make, you know, trying to act like he's the boss. Um okay. So Connor got his wishes. He ends up going to live with Adam. Uh and it actually felt like the right thing. Considering at this point I'm not a fan of Chelsea, so considering that it actually sort of felt like the right thing for Adam to to for Connor to actually go and live with his father, uh, I do agree with um, I think it was Todd. Let me see. Let me just make sure. Um, Todd Beaton. Todd, yeah, I, I don't see the comment anymore. But there was a comment in the chat about. Oh no, Kenneth said it. Kenneth Clark said Connor's turning into a mini Adam. And um, that, I think, is definitely happening. And it's it's a shame because I feel like part of it is this child's living situation and the fact that he has never had a normal childhood. He's been running around. While moving around from place to place with his mother. His mother is a con artist. (laughs) His father was never really in the picture. He thought his father was dead. Then he thought his grandfather was dead. Um, I just feel like this is the product of a child who's lived a very dark life so far. So it isn't surprising to me that he's going to turn into a mini-Adam. But what I'm really hoping is that um, we saw, like in a really endearing moment, we saw Adam write on Connor's cast and say it's you and me kid and I am really hoping that this is the start of a new chapter for Adam and Connor and that it's going to be mutually beneficial in that Connor um, has his father who he wanted and like it's really sad because Connor obviously only wants to live with Adam because he Connor thinks that's the only way Adam won't leave again but mutually beneficial in the sense that Connor has Adam, but that Adam now actually has a child, his child, living with him. Um, who, you yeah, know, obviously Connor needs him. Like it's really, um, needs him more than Connor needs his mother. And I can just feel the bond between Adam and Connor, um, in these scenes that they're in together. And I can feel how sad it is for Connor to be in this place, but. Um, I'm just hoping that Adam can actually will be is capable of change now that he has his son in his life, a son who needs him more than he needs any other person. And I just feel like that could be the start of a bright future for Adam okay we know that's not gonna happen and i'm being you know optimistic here but i'm hoping that that is the case and that adam will start to change because he has he's now the um he's now the sole like caregiver for this boy and yes like chelsea does want to stay in connor's life but I just I feel like she's going to get pushed out and I think that like no offense to Chelsea but just the way that the character is she sort of just lets these things happen and it's like she's always I think that's why part of this vibe I'm getting from her too is that she she's letting it happen like she kind of just when everything was happening with Connor she brought in um she brought in Sharon to talk to him She tried to get other help from other people. Um, She sort of did try to talk to him. But here's the thing with Chelsea. I don't think she did enough personally, like herself, to try and help Connor. And it could just be they didn't show those scenes. But I'm getting the impression that Chelsea herself did not do enough and did not take Um, more parental ownership, not ownership, but more parental um, charge maybe is the best way to put this. I just feel like she did not do enough, and she kept trying to rely on outside help for Connor, and that's why we're seeing this mess, and that's part of the reason why Connor, in a way, is not respecting her, is because of the way that she's been parenting him um, and not setting down the rules and the guidelines and yeah like sure like nick and chelsea together as you know um parents were sort of setting down the rules for connor but i just don't think that it was enough and i don't think that chelsea as connor's actual parent was doing enough for connor um mary says sneaky phyllis putting cameras so she can spy really and abby does not catch on to what they're doing with this Phyllis. I find it boring watching her even though she is the original. I prefer Gina. Um, Aaron says, did you all hear they fired Kane this week? So we're going to get there in our new segment, but um, event right after we're done talking about this, we're going to open up the phone lines. So if uh, not yet, I'll let you guys know when, but at that point, if you guys want to talk about this with Kane, uh, Daniel Goddard, we can definitely talk about it. Um, Mysterio says, Rachel do you know that Chelsea is Johnny's biological mom I did not know that that's interesting to note um I if you want to Mysterio if you want to fill us in a little bit more on that I'd love to hear um or when we open up the lines if you want to call in about that that would be that would be amazing so um let's just wrap up everything with Connor and Adam um we we sort of ended it there with the fact that we just got this new dynamic that um at, even Adam like whispered in Connor's ear saying it was going to be him and um Connor and it was almost like You know, two peas in a pod and that they really only had each other in this world. And in that way, like, I actually felt like I felt really happy that they were together um, because I feel like Adam might be the better parent. We, We will see uh even despite his 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 very um colorful background i still think that adam um could be very good for connor the last part that kind of the last piece to this is that sharon is still involved so and this is something i don't uh, i'm very confused about this and we actually speaking of sharon's involvement i had asked a couple of weeks ago if anyone knew what sharon's real experience was Um, And we actually had a comment from Leanne Michelle saying that basically Sharon had done some work um, with a hotline and that she did have some experience working with patients and and helping them, which is which is amazing. Um, And I'm not I'm not doubting that Sharon isn't qualified for the job. But my thing is still, why Sharon? They're, she's not the only therapist in Genoa City. Um, or is she? Well, no, she's definitely not, because we've seen Billy with a therapist, too. But um, I, I just think that Sharon should not be involved, and yet they're still trying to find a way to keep her involved with Connor. Um, and we kind of see that Sharon, now she's about to start dating Ray again. So it's getting even more complicated. But Ray, uh, uh, I don't get this. Ray now, like Sharon was not going to help Connor anymore. She was just going to move past that and just say no. But Ray basically told her, I don't have a problem with it if you help and if you step in. And it's like, what? Ray, what do you like? I don't I don't understand why he flipped so quickly. And I get that that's his way of saying he trusts her. But it's like, OK, but no, that doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense that he would flip that quickly. But in any case, uh, I Sharon's still involved. Sharon's going to be going and speaking with Connor still and trying to you know talk to him and get him to open up. And I don't see this going well at all, um, especially with Adam. I just think that he's going to try to manipulate her. And that it's just going to be, I mean, especially now that before, at least, Ch- uh, Sharon was going to Chelsea's and Nick's to help Connor. Now she'll be going over right where Adam is. Oh, you know, that's going to be amazing and so much drama. Um, Todd Beaton, Sharon wants Adam. You can tell by her eyes. Yeah, I think so, too. There's definitely something. Um, Todd Beaton also says Victor. Um, let's see i think this says victor's paying chelsea to sleep with billy so she could end victoria and billy that's how chelsea came in to show adam um to help by bringing johnny into the world and okay that got it okay and then um yeah so those are our comments we have one more from aaron brody please no more scenes with sharon ray i'm tired of them yeah I kind of am too but if they're gonna be a couple just be a couple let's not like tease this anymore um Aaron Brody Sharon doesn't need to be too involved in the storyline just keep her at the coffee house yeah I I don't get why they're involving her it just doesn't to me it does not make any sense it feels awkward and uncomfortable and If they're going to keep trying to say that Sharon wants to be with Adam, I just feel like they've played this out for too long now. It just needs to stop, and we kind of need to move on to something else. This has been done, and I get it. Soaps recycle things sometimes, but this has been done, like, just recently, and I think we just need to move forward. All right. (laughs) So... Thank you guys for being in the chat today and for contributing. It's always amazing um, being here every week and hearing what you guys have to say. It is so much fun having these conversations with you guys. I just wanted to thank you all for being the ESPN of TV for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. And I just wanted to let you know um, that you can, you know, just to show us some support, you can like, subscribe, give us comments on YouTube, on iTunes, Um, every little comment and follow and like helps us. And just let us know whenever you've done any of those things. And I'll give you a, um, a shout out live on air so thank you guys again for being here it means so much to have you guys um, you will always be my favorite co-hosts and Farrah who's gonna be back next week okay uh, Mysterio says I hear that Theo is going to be related um, to Jack and Kyle through Dina that's right because they did mention in the previews that they kind of hinted there might be a half-brother somewhere Um, But we haven't heard too much about that yet, just from the previews. So maybe next week we'll talk about it. Um, I just want to let you guys know, too, we are now opening up the phone lines. So if anybody wants to call in, the number is 424-354-8302. If you're listening live, so it's about 530 p.m. Pacific Standard Time uh on what's the date it is october 27th so if you're listening live right now um now's the time to call and ryan also uh, posted the number in the chat in case you missed it when i said it so yeah just uh call in i'd love to talk to you guys about this week and about daniel goddard Um, We were going to talk about that at the end. But if anybody wants to talk about it now, um, I'm just going to – since I'm talking about it, let me just mention it now. We were going to do our news segment at the end. But we've had some people mentioning it. So I feel like it would kind of – it makes more sense just to talk about it. So um, news is that Daniel Goddard, um, who plays Kane, got let go. I'm just going to – I'm going to say let go, not fired. But he got let go and um so we we saw that we we'll talk about him next so it kind of like makes sense that we're talking about this now um but with Daniel Goddard we have not heard if he's going anywhere else we've just heard that he will no longer be on YNR we already knew that um, the actress who plays Lily she was at recurring status and we we haven't seen her for a while just Um, just you know this week it's been a bit of time but Daniel Goddard will uh, no longer be on YNR I guess they like we were kind of talking about this before how it didn't really feel like he had much of a storyline there is some speculation that he's going to another soap I googled it right before the show just to see if anything officially was announced nothing has been officially announced so I'm not gonna say that he's definitely going anywhere else because we don't know but um, the rumor is that he might be going to either Days of Our Lives or um, another soap. Uh, di- but as soon as I hear anything, I will. Uh, I'll let you guys know. And um, yeah, we, <laughs> as uh, if you can see in the chat, we are definitely open for lot. Li- oh, we've got a call. Thanks for calling in. Who do we have on the line? Hi, um, Rachel.
3: It's Alan McLaren from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I've spoken to you before. I'm under the name of Mysterio.
1: Oh, hey, Alan, a.k.a. Mysterio. So we were just talking about Kane. Did you want to say anything about Daniel Goddard or maybe the storyline this week with the Will and Kane?
3: Yeah, I got two things. One, I think that um, it's Colin, which I hope they don't do, but looks like he's going to be an off-screen villain trying to frame Kane. I don't know why that would be the advantage to Colin. And I think that uh, Kane will have to prove his innocence and then they will ride out Lily and Kane together. The thing is is that Kane, Daniel Goddard, has been let go before, but the fan reaction brought him back. I don't know if the fan reaction can bring him back because the thing is, is just like Paul doesn't have Christine at his side all the time, if Kane doesn't have Lily by his side at the time, um, what happens is that storyline-wise, um, Young and the Restless has a hard time do, uh, doing anything with the characters. I look mean, at yeah. Jack. Jack pretty much has nothing much to do.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And um, all week, I kept—I was looking on Twitter after they released the announcement with Kane or with Daniel Goddard, and the the outpouring of hashtag Lane was phenomenal. But I, I agree with you. I don't think that they're going to. I don't think that anything's going to bring them back because of Lily not really being in the picture. Um, but i'm I'm hoping the same way you are that they're gonna ride them out together. Um that would feel that would feel right to me.
3: I just have one more quick comment. Yeah, go with other callers. Uh, just two quick ones. One, um, now that they have some of these people leaving, I hope that uh, y and R can start investing in Paul, Michael, and Lauren having their own personal stories. And I also think that um, Uh, They really need to retool YNR. Days of Our Lives is doing a reset. Somehow they're doing a thing where a flash forward with all the um, uh, characters or whatever starting sometime in November. I think Y&R should, like, everybody should have a happy new year and completely retool by, like, January, February. And just everyone's got new story, new commitment and everything because it's not that hard.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you.
3: that's my final statement, and I'll let you go. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you for calling in.
2: He's out. Cool.
1: So if anyone else would like to call in, the lines are still open. Let's keep talking about Kane and Devon and Elena. We've got a lot that happened with them as well. Um, Okay. So let's start with the will. Let's start with everything going on with Devon. Um, Devon and, like, we had Jill involved and we had Kane. Um, Basically... Devon at the start the the whole point of this week was to kind of show Devon hey this this will that you oh we've got a caller who's on the line
2: hi uh, this is Samuel
1: hey Samuel. Samuel hey hi so what did you make of everything happening with Devon and the will do you think that it's Colin or do you think that um, the will is actually legit
2: um, I think the will is fake. I think it's Colin because Colin always needs money. Or it could be Gloria helping Colin. It could be. Those are the only two people that I can think of that are always trying to scheme and scam their way into some money. And I just think it just kind of sucks that it's just, it, it's like, I just don't like Kane. I can't stand him. I think he's, a, he's just <laughs> always been a nuisance to me. On the show, I just don't like him at all, so I'm so glad of getting rid of him. I've just never understood why his presence was there. It just seems like the he was a terrible husband to Lily. He was never... He was a fake uh Philip It was just like, ever since he came into the storyline, the story of Young and the Restless, he's just been just it's just always been a big question mark for me like why is he here i don't understand yeah
1: yeah, I, <laughs> and, he, yeah. and i they think,
2: missed him also sorry
1: oh no go ahead go ahead
2: i was gonna say they also they missed so many storylines that they could have made good with Cain and his children considering that he's a white man and his kids are mixed they could have brought up the storylines of maybe his kids actually dealing with being harassed by the police and finding and the police takes them takes him takes their his kids or whatnot and they think that their kids are just black kids and not realizing that their dad is white and having the police deal with that. Yeah on that spectrum, they just don't do a lot of things that are just, it's like they're just so scared to go there because of controversy. I'm like, what is the point of having the soap if you're not going to be controversial? I agree. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's just interesting because, I mean, you see shows like Watchmen, the HBO show. I just started watching that. I caught the first episode. It's, they are missing an opportunity on YNR not to go into things that are happening in today's world. Um, especially when they can make a statement about it, and they shouldn't. You know, they shouldn't be scared to. What is the point of television and movies and art in general if you are not making a statement on some level? And I just feel like they're so stuck in the past. Um, and that, to me, I feel like I'm watching a show that either isn't paying attention to the news sometimes, or. Um, A show that is maybe, like, I feel like I could have been watching this show in the 90s and it would be similar kind of plot points. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: And I also wanted to say I am annoyed with this Theo, Dina theme that they're trying to do because I feel like, personally, I'm like, so we're just going to forget all about chemo. Yeah. The thing that Jack has but we're going to bring in this guy that nobody knows about trying to link him to the Abbott. Like, it's just dumb. It's yeah. just stupid.
1: And why is everyone and,
2: related? <laughs> right. Like, why? You already got a guy out there that you could use to do the same storyline. If we want to put two guys against each other in the family, you got chemo.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Where's chemo? <laughs>
2: You're missing the whole, like, Theo is a non-MFing factor, if you ask me. Yeah. Because he's just there, and he's stupid, he's dumb, he doesn't do anything, but he's just a social media head that is worthless. And He's he... not even making real controversy, or he's not tormenting anyone. He's just
1: there. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, thank you for calling in.
2: <laughs> You're
1: welcome. <laughs> have, have a great week. I really appreciate the Me comments. Too.
3: That's such an interesting conversation yeah. about, um, I guess, like the risks a soap could take versus uh, yeah. a show that's, I think even has more to lose sort of like Watchmen. <sighs> Um, by the way, we have a really good Watchmen After Show that airs at 7 p.m. And you can see me on that panel.
1: Oh, everyone, you, you should check that out. Watchmen is an amazing show. And um, yeah, I know we're talking about Y&R right now, but it's just interesting to note because, um, like the last caller just said, we YNR really – there's a lot of things they could do in terms of um, pushing the boundaries a little – and they can do that. Oh, we've got a caller. Sorry about the
3: volume. <laughs> no, no. There's a lot of things they can do. Here's the next caller.
1: Thanks for calling in. Who do we have on the line? Oh, this is Hi, how are you? Oh, pretty good. How are you? Good. So um, we were kind of talking about the risks that soaps can take um, in terms of how far they can really push the limit. How do you feel about that? And how do you feel about that in terms of what's going on right now? On the oh, show, how, how the limit? yeah. Well, or did you, if you have another comment you'd like to make too about any of the anything going on, that would be amazing. Okay. Oh, hello. Yeah, oh,
3: I'm still yes. here. So, uh, we're still yeah. here. So I, I think the question is, uh, if how how far can soaps push the limit when it comes to like maybe uh, taking risks in their storytelling? Ooh.
0: Oh, well, I, I think that they could do more than they actually do. I think um, on the Young and the Restless a lot of times, they, they don't seem to do know what to do with the people of color that they have on the show. Uh, right now, I think they're uh, floundering a little bit with, like, Devon and, like, who he's going to be connected to on the show now that Neil is gone and Lily has left. They had his sister on, and
1: yeah. his
0: sister's father on for a while. And I guess they didn't think that storyline was working, so now they're off screen right now. And they have you know him in a new relationship, and then they bring the Hillary lookalike yeah. back.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I think oh, yeah, with Devon and uh, I guess the people he's related to and the people he's involved with. Um. Since you know some of the people that were big in his storyline have left.
1: Yeah, I I think um, one of someone mentioned this last time too about how Devon, I I always feel like they have Devon kind of off in his own world like doing his own things with like a, you know some of the characters revolving around him but then we cut back to the Abbots and the Newmans and they're kind of on the other side so I feel like they need to just start making like merging some of these storylines I think that would really like I, I and I know that really isn't um something they have done on Yr like usually there is this Kind of like feeling of okay, we've got these people over here doing their thing, and other people doing something else, but I feel like it would serve the show really well if they merged everything and kind of like connected everybody a little bit more
0: yeah there there have been times on the show where they they were integrating um say the, neil's family yeah um, or into the cast. They had, um, when Drusilla was on the show, she and Sharon were best friends, and um, Lily and um, uh, the Abbott woman, um, the writer, what's her name? Oh, um, Um, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy's daughter. They were best friends, and there was a lot more interaction, I guess, with um, other people in the cast. There was more, I guess they were more, they had them interacting with a, a greater number of characters in the larger cast, but they do kind of have people on an Island right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that, um, is definitely not helping.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Well, thank you so much for calling in. Oh, I did have a, one
0: more, one more comment. I sure. was wondering on the show why Jill just seemed to believe that there was something wrong with the will and that there was even a remote possibility that Catherine would leave all that money to Kane. She's not even related to Kane, so she leaves Kane the bulk of her estate, but she leaves the rest of her family, much the rest of her, her other grandchildren, her other children, much less money. And he's not even a relative. And when they were they were authenticating the documents, why not get more than one opinion? Why get, why not get several opinions from several different I don't know companies? Experts that do this sort of thing from all over the country.
1: Yeah, why well, I, I just
0: get one and say, "Yeah, this person says this." That person could have been bought off. I mean, I don't understand why some people just, like Jill, just buys it.
1: Yeah. So, yes, clearly. And, something's and that's
0: wrong with the will.
1: Exactly. I mean, I I don't think it it doesn't make sense to me that Kane would get any of the money. Um, I mean, maybe a little bit, but not that he would be the sole beneficiary. Uh, I that does not make sense to me. And so, to, when I when they knocked him out and he woke up and he conveniently found the real will, there's there's something not right happening here. And some like, and why did Jill not recognize that it could have been somebody tampering with this from the beginning? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but thank you um, so much for calling in. All right. All right. So I think that um, on that note, it's probably a great time to first get to our law moment.
3: You got it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So. <laughs> We have uh, – this week what I decided was – well, I, I laughed at two different moments – Um, I laughed at the conversation between Mariah and Sharon when Ray was walking into Crimson Lights and they were like both obviously talking about him and Mariah said, you definitely need to take what life hands you and they're looking over and it's Ray and Ray's kind of looking back at them. I just thought that was so like, it it felt so staged. It was hilarious to me. So I put that down as number one. Then when, um, right before Connor was going to go live with Adam, when Phyllis was there, And Phyllis kind of, you know, Adam was cleaning up. And Phyllis goes, what's her name, Adam? And Adam said, his name is Connor. Yes, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) It's even funnier when everyone's clapping. (laughs) So a couple more comments and then we'll get to predictions. Uh, Samuel Levon says, yes, they keep the black characters in a box. Aaron Brody exactly Samuel Devon's the only black person on the show Uh, Mary no one works on YNR set they all hang out at society Nate is a doctor no he should be in the hospital and not walking around with a suit and chasing ladies that's a really good point Um, (laughs) that should have been part of the law moment Todd Beaton Mariah needs a storyline nothing with her yeah I, I agree and like what happened to Tessa and we had all of that going on with Tessa and now nothing. Um I just like just as another note, I just feel like right now, uh the last like two or three weeks for me, YNRs felt kind of slow. And that could just be because we're leading up to the holidays, but um I I just think like Alan said, we should really they should really just reset And for January, have a whole set of brand new storylines and maybe some new characters, too. And people that aren't related to the Abbots or the Newmans, because everybody seems to be related. Um, We also have Aaron Brody saying, Nate is a soap opera kid. He needs to be involved in the show more. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our predictions. Your
2: After Buzz TV predictions.
1: Okay, the big thing, and we didn't really get to touch on this too much, but um, we had a couple of moments between Devon and um, Amanda. I almost said Hillary, where we could tell that Amanda actually was starting to I don't know about, say, fall for Devon, but like think of him fondly. Like when she said that she realized this case was different because of him and like watching him just act so willing to just, you know, give up his fortune when it's not exactly you know that after when he didn't have to but he still was willing to give it up anyway to do the right thing i sensed this moment between them that one for a prediction i feel like amanda and devon are definitely going to get together but two i feel like the way that amanda was looking at devon it, it sent it up like to me it's almost like they were hinting. That there's a connection. And I am still not convinced that Amanda is not somehow Hillary. Um, I, I just, I feel like it's going to be her. So that's my other prediction. I know a lot of people don't agree with me, but that's, I'm sticking to it because that's how I feel. Um, and uh, my other prediction is I think that we're going to get. Um Lola it is now go is now in Miami and I get the feeling that with Kyle and Summer, I didn't really get to talk about them too much, but Kyle and Summer um I feel like they're going to go house hunting for, you know, looking for this home for Lola and Kyle. Um but that Summer and Kyle are going to end up sharing a moment and I still feel like they're hinting that Theo and Lola might actually end up having a thing too. So um, that is all I've got this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name's Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter, at Rachel Goodman or on Instagram, at Rachel Radner author my author Instagram. Um, and if you go on Facebook, we've got our at Restless Wrap page, so be sure to like and follow. I always read the comments that you guys leave on the Restless Wrap page. Until next time, have a wonderful week.